Welcome to another episode of the Middle Child Podcast. Here are Rodney D. Ben Jr. Here just to talk some insights and share a thought or two with you. I know it has been a while. Please forgive me, but we definitely was working some stuff in the kitchen. But we're back in today. And uh, what this episode is going to be pretty much just some things have been going on. And some things came across online and some positive, positive motivations. And we're just going to read them talk about them and just just go from there and I'm hoping that it inspires some it motivates others and it just moves you to do and just to see life more and one of the first things that came up was if it doesn't open then it's not your door if it doesn't open then it's not your door i know personally i find myself in situations and in places where i'm trying to force it you know trying to say well i i prayed and i and i wanted this so bad that this has to be it and i'm telling myself this has to be it and, and actually it, it's not it certain things take time certain things take effort certain things take persistence but a lot of things take wisdom a lot of things take wisdom and we must know when it's just not us and that, that same effort that we're putting into things that just not are for us, we can put that into things that are for us and we can go so much further. So we need to be mindful of, of sometimes just accepting defeat and just learning the lesson from it. Because it might be a grander lesson that you get from this door not opening, from this opportunity not panning out, from this place not being where you're supposed to be. And that just may be a lesson. This might just be a season, not a permanent residence for you. But we have to be honest within ourselves and say, you know what? This isn't for me. I tried. I gave it a college try. I failed. I will not move on and I accept this lesson for what it is. And next quote I came across is that if a door closes, then you can open it because it's a door. That's how they work. And that was profound to me because a lot of times too, we have the opportunity that works. We have the door that actually opened for us. Then we let it go. We, 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 because we, we fall down once, knowing that this is where we're supposed to be, knowing that this is the right direction, but because it didn't work out to the T how we wanted to work out, we just moved on and let it go. And sometimes in that regard, that takes persistence. That takes the wisdom to say, hey, this is for me. One of the things that is said in the serenity prayer is that change the things I can, leave the things I cannot change, and have the wisdom of the difference. Some things we can't change. And if the door is open, it's already showing you that, hey, this might just be your door. So it's already open. So be, let's just be effort. And sometimes the universe, God just wants to see how bad you really want it. You know what I'm saying? So it just, just might be that. So not every time you need to run and close, especially if you see you're making progress in it. Something I came across too is a quote by Paulo Coelho, who wrote The Alchemist, one of my favorite books. Definitely recommend read. Um, it's a it's on a long read. It's a, it's a good read for me, and it really was started me trying to now find myself the personal journey, personal legend. Not to get too much of the book away, but I definitely recommend The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Uh, he has a lot of other books, but that's definitely the the book I started off with him. And the quote says, "Never regret a day in your life." Good days give happiness, bad days give experience, worse days give lessons, and the best days give memories. Now, I'm a fervent believer that nothing happens, happenstance, or everything happens for a reason. Good and the bad, happy and the sad, we must accept things for what they are. And we tend to think that only the good things matter, or only the good days are the days you need to look forward to. And that's, that's not fair. Even in 
the seasons of the earth. There are summer, winter, spring, and fall. In the summer, things are hot, things are dried up, but things are thriving. In the winter, things are cold, barren, not growing. In the spring, things are lush, plush, but in the fall and the autumn, things are dying. The world shows you that life is cyclical. You have the ups in the summers and the spring, you have your down in the winters and the fall. But those don't last forever. The good nor the bad last forever. But it's on us to now take the approach and say, hey, what can I now glean from this situation? What can I learn? Why did I come through the season of my life? Why did I pass through this point of my journey? What is it that the universe is trying to show me to say, hey, you know what? Please say stock. This is something very important that's going to be very vital to the next stage of your life. Because I, I really do believe, because from personal experience, if we don't get through it, and understand why we're there, we're going to be repeating the same thing because that lesson is so important that you have to get it. So I'd rather get it first or second or early on than to be repeating the same thing over and over again because I'm too stubborn, I'm too close-minded, I'm too whatever just not to get the situation. And let's go by Oscar Wilde. Some cause happiness wherever they go, others whenever they go. Now, to me, that, that stood out to me again, too. I'm, I'm a big energy person, and I've been in situations where I, I've seen people and say, man, that's an example of what not to be. I, I never think that your, your exit should be celebrated in a way that your presence was in miss. That you were really the bane of somebody's existence, that someone saw you and they just grew and said, oh, I got to deal with that guy again. Oh, I can't believe he's in my area. Oh, man, I really wish I didn't have to work with him. I'm, I'm a fervent believer in the things that go around, comes around, and, and I, I try my endeavor best to say, hey, I'm putting out those good things out there. So when someone sees my children or they see my wife or anybody that's connected with me, say, you know what, Rodney's such a good person to me that I'm going to ensure that you're better. You know, the sins of the father and blessings of the father fall on the children, I believe in stuff with that. And the thing is, you leave an impression it's going to be a lasting impression or it's going to be a vanishing impression. It's going to be an impression that people cherish. It's going to be an impression that people people despise. But it's going to be an impression nevertheless. Take control of the impression that you leave. And be mindful of what you do. Be mindful of what you do. And that's one by Frederick Douglass, which is a favorite one of mine. It's easier to build stronger children than to repair broken men. It's easier to build strong children than to repair broken men by Frederick Douglass. And that quote I heard early on in my career, in my college career, um, when I did education, I went to a, a ceremony, not sure what it was for, but someone quoted that and that was so profound to me. The Minister of Education actually quoted it and it was so profound to me because it speaks to a lot of prevention rather than cure. It speaks a lot of uh, preemptive activities. It speaks a lot of uh, not being reactive, you know what I'm saying? So that, that said a lot to me. If you could catch people in the earlier stages, especially children, before they develop the bad habits to unlearn, before they develop all the, all the negative things that people complain about, catch them early on. And the thing is, that's just not unique to children. Early on in your relationship, early on in your work, early on in your life habits, whatever it is, it's easier, as they say, to mend the tree while it's young. Because once things grow, it's going to be hard and difficult. Not impossible, just harder and difficult. So just be mindful of those things that you can do. And then again, those things are in your control. 
We have the control of our lives. It's our lives, you know. When they ask you the question, what have you done? You can't say, oh, because of this one, because of that one. But you are in control. A lot of elements of your life, you are in control. Now, a lot of decisions that we make, we give a power. But then there's a lot of things we do have control over. That we can, that we complain about, that we can't fix. And as a quote by Will Smith, and if you ever follow Will Smith, he has a lot of gems, a lot of nuggets, very insightful, very self-aware. Um, not everybody's cup of tea, but I, I, a lot of things he says, I think are really noteworthy. I'm a real fan of some of the things he says, and I, he, he's a person who, who is giving back. He's not keeping these things to himself, and I, I, I applaud persons like that. But not being selfish of what the universe gives them is, is because there's this energy, especially the good energy, you know. That good energy is meant to be circulated. That good energy is meant to be given back. That good energy is meant to be be held. It's a bad energy we need to take inside and convert into good energy. Because energy is never destroyed. It's just, it's, it's just redirected. So, quote, he said, it's the first step before anybody else in the world believes it. It's that you have to believe it. There's no reason for how a plan B. Because it distracts you from plan A. Now, that's, that's just a show, it's just a way of him describing focus, you know. If we tend to think that, well, it's a way out, that we tend to hold back because we're trying to reserve for tomorrow. But what if there was no tomorrow? You know what I'm saying? What? How would your day look different? If you knew that there was no chance of you seeing tomorrow, how would you live differently today? Would you work harder? Would you work less? Would you... Tell people how you really feel about them. Would you call that person you're supposed to call for a couple of days now? Would you express how you feel to that person, good or bad? What would you do if you know there was no tomorrow? Have the level of focus in life. Because even though tomorrow may come, tomorrow's not promised to anybody. Because life has a way of, of changing very quickly. We all live as if we have tomorrow yet we see every day of examples of people who die who thought they had tomorrow as well myself included i have so many things that i kept putting off keep putting off keep putting off this podcast is one of them the books i have is one of them the the stories i share is one of them the friends i didn't talk to is one of them. so many things i put off for whatever reason, procrastination, if you want to call it, because it's a fun word to say, uh, lack of confidence, perfectionism, whatever. It's just disrespect to the universe. It's disrespect to the person who put that energy in you to say, hey, I need you to redirect this in a positive way because somebody out there is waiting on this. It's disrespectful. And we need to be honoring the entity, the being, whatever you subscribe to, that higher power. That's in you. Honor that in you. And find different ways to manifest it to show others that, hey, you have that same power inside of you that I have in me. Focus. Don't get distracted. Bills will always come. TV, media, whatever. Whatever is your distraction that we justify. Oh, I'm too tired because of it. Oh, I'm not interested because of that. But you know what you're supposed to do. Going back to the Paulo Coelho about the alchemist. You know what your legend is. You know what your story is supposed to be. But you got distracted along the way. And it's fine to get distracted. But it's going to come a point in your journey. Where you know this is not it. Then what are you going to do? What are you going to do? How are you going to respond? That's really how we define our journey. 
a next quote that I came across is saying, call me crazy, but I love seeing people happy and succeeding. Life is a journey, not a competition. And I personally love seeing, I, I, I celebrate inwardly, hourly, I celebrate when people manifest their, their true selves. When they find that thing that they want to do, I celebrate that because I long for that moment for me. I long for when I actually get that, that book, the book series, the anthology published. I long for when my screenplay get picked up by a major movie deal. I long for those moments when I actually own my island. I long for those moments I just could get back in the sun and just enjoy because I have done this part of my journey and I'm going to move on to the next part of my journey. I'm on the next level of creation, next level of investment, the next level, whatever my next level is. And when I see persons break through that barrier to get to the next level, I celebrate them. Because I know it's difficult. I know it's tough. I know it took perseverance. And no, I may not know their stories intimately. I know the story of struggle. I know the story of overcome. I know the story of perseverance. And I celebrate that. They took up the mantle. They took up the cross and said, you know what? I'm not staying here. I have something that someone else needs to see and I'm going to move forward. And I celebrate that because some things personally I enjoy because I'm not competing with them. I can't compete with them, nor do I want to compete with them. And they don't compete with me and they're no competition to me because I'm manifesting me. There is only one me, only one Rodney DeGregory being June. There's only one me, one being, one me with this imprint. I'm manifesting the best version of that. And once you realize that you're going to manifest the best version of you, you're not trying to compete with somebody else's manifestation. Because that's their journey. That's their lane. That's their, we all, we share the same space. We have similar goals and similar directions, but we have our own that we need to get together. And the thing is, how it's set up is that you have energy that's needed. Either you're going to use that energy to then develop you, or you're going to use that energy to develop somebody else. Or what people say in the business world, either you're going to use your time to build someone's dream or build your own dream. But what you have is so important that you're going to use it. Let's just get conscious of what we're going to use. And it's okay to help other persons, you know. Because in helping other persons, we realize that we have something to help and something to offer to ourselves. So I'm not saying being selfish. I'm just saying it's going to come a point in your time that you need to introspectively look to say, hey, how am I going to make Rodney the best Rodney can be? Because when it's all said and done, I need to account for that. And that's cool that people say often is that if you're not doing what you love, you're wasting your time. If you're not doing what you love, you're wasting your time. And take that outside of work because when people see that I say oh I need to quit my job find something I need to do boom take that outside of work get the Caesar with the Caesar get the God with God you have bills to pay you have responsibilities I, I get that be responsible I love doing certain things but certain things don't pay the bills and it's not fair to my children to my family to say hey you know what dog daddy we love what he doing but the light off or the water off, or the TV off, or no food in the fridge. But I love what they're doing. No, 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 no. Know what your first responsibilities are. And to love what you do, you can find different ways to love what you do, regardless of what you do. And that's when you're truly being awoken in your truth self and manifesting who you are. I love connecting with people. 
I had to learn that, but I appreciate that's what I love. So now where I go, I seek to connect with people. I took my everyday tasks to work and I found ways to connect to people. I took my, my, my time as in church, time at a park, time anywhere, and learned to connect with people. And I realized I loved what I did. I was just connecting with people. I just found different ways to manifest it. I love teaching people who they are, teaching people, explaining things to people, transferring of knowledge. I love doing that. So I find different ways to do it and different avenues, different venues, and different circumstances. So when I read that quote, that doesn't speak to say, hey, quit your job, go be a monk, uh, go climb the Tibetan mountains. No, all that means that you need to now find pleasure in your work. And once you know what you're working for, or your why, you know, I'm a big why person, then what you do transforms. Because you're seeing it doing for a bigger and bigger, a better purpose. The next one, trust the process and embrace your journey. You are going to look back and miss the struggle. And it's tough to say that if you're in it, but if you were to look back to where you've came from, you could appreciate that. You're going to appreciate that even more and say, wow, I can't believe I overcome that. I can't believe I, I surpassed that. I can't believe I was that strong. I mean, you're going to miss the struggle because at certain moments, like, it's just something game of course, nothing motivates a person more than a hungry belly or empty wallet. It's a like hunger and, 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 and poverty in just certain things help you push and help you hustle harder and help you grind harder and help you just want to do better. As a point in time, you're not gonna need those those inner those those kind of motivating factors anymore. But you're gonna miss that excitement of it. No, you're not gonna miss a headache and a heartbreak, but you know it is a function on a particular level. And know that this process, which is our journey, which is life, is creating you for something. I'll end with the story of the a lady. There was this lady, and outside of her door, there was a caterpillar in the cocoon stage so every morning she saw the caterpillar in the cocoon trying to break out but day in and day out she sees it trying to feel it trying to feel it trying to feel it and one day she was fed up she said mom i'm tired of seeing this caterpillar fail at this i'm gonna help it break out of this cocoon so she took her fingers and she gently break apart piece by piece layer by layer to allow the butterfly to now break through the cocoon but when the butterfly was freed from the cocoon it tried it didn't try it stretched its wings to fly away but the wings were not strong enough to fly away and it fell to his death so the moral of that story is that if she didn't help the butterfly break out of the cocoon it would have strengthened its wings against the cocoon trying to break free and in its straining its wings against the cocoon is now giving it enough strength to fly away and to be the best butterfly it can be at times we have to understand that the struggle has a purpose this part of your life this season this difficulty has a reason as cliche as it sounds this isn't happening signs you have to trust the process in that regard and know that it's going to be better. Know that there is a reason behind it or knowing that there's some manifestation of your better self through it. But you have to be conscious of it. 
and you have to go through it. It's when you're going to put yourself in a state where persons are helping you in the wrong way, like the lady who had all best intentions. It's going to put you in a worse scenario, a lesser state to manifest your true self. Or if the caterpillar just gave up, say, you know what? I'm too tired. I'm not deserving to be this. I'm I'm not cut out for this. It would never realize the strength that it had innately in it. Whether you're in a caterpillar stage and, and just crawling along, or you're cocoon stage, you're just patiently waiting, or the stage you're just about to break three, but you're tired. Hold on. Trust the process. Know that you deserve it. Know that you matter. Know that the universe is waiting for you to manifest yourself. You've been listening to Middle Child Podcast with Rodney Bain. I thank you so much. I appreciate you. More is to come. I promise you the things I'm telling you, I'm telling to myself. It's time to get it. It's time to be our best selves. It's time to do what we need to do. The world is waiting on us. Thank you so much. Until we talk again, be blessed. Thank you.